All right, and there's the lovely serene music. <laughs> uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Pin and Shakespeare, Much Ado About Nothing Act 3. I'm Colin Kelly. I directed this thing, and with me tonight is... Landon Bell. I assistant directed this thing. And Kat, unfortunately, is a crazy, crazy busy lady, so... Uh, we, unfortunately, aren't don't have the pleasure of her company tonight, which I'm disappointed on as I finally caught up on Avalon, and, well, I can't geek out on her. There will she hide Poor cat. Us in our purpose. This is the life of a busy person. Oh, that's fun, I was <laughs> um, Anyways, uh, this is... Um, that was Alison Moser as Margaret, Katie Keating as Hero, and Hannah Jane Condell as Ursula. My talk to thee must be how Benedict is sick in love with Beatrice. Of this matter is little I think I directed this one, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been a little while. Now begin. For look where Beatrice, like a lapwing, runs close to the ground to hear our conference. <laughs> the pleasant angling is to see the fish cut with her golden oars, the silver stream. So when I remember, oh yeah, I did direct this. I remember because when I was doing take selection, uh, Hannah had a uh, series of takes that were during the scene, like projecting deliberately where Beatrice is in the stage. Uh, kind of like, I know you're over there! I can see you! No, truly, Ursula. She is too disdainful. I'm talking too much. Lennon, Lennon, save me. Oh. <laughs> Don't know what to say. I didn't direct this scene. <laughs> say anything. Talk, tell anything. <laughs> that works. They did entreat me to acquaint her of it, but I persuaded them if they loved I could talk about the music. I love this song. Affection and never to let Beatrice know of it. Why did you so? But I might be biased. Trying to remember which song this is. It's how woefully uh, unprepared I am. This is the one by still blank guitar, correct? Beatrice. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, that's not Schatten, I believe. I'm probably butchering the German there. <laughs> not Schatten by still, still playing guitar. And therefore, certainly it were not good she knew his love, lest she make sport at it. Why you speak truth. I never yet saw man, how wise, how noble, young, how rarely featured, but she would spell him backward. If fair-faced, she would swear the gentleman should be her sister. If black, why, nature, drawing of an antique, made a foul blot. <laughs> if tall, a lance ill-headed. If low, an agate very vilely cut. If speaking, why, a vein blown with all winds. If silent, why, a block moved with none. So turns she every man the wrong side out, and never gives to truth and virtue that which simpleness and... So this sounds pretty interesting. This is the one where Hero actually becomes a character. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, because this is the Hero episode. Uh, episode 1, she didn't. She had one line. Episode 2, she had like 10. Here, she's actually, you know, playing her cousin, which is, takes a bit of skill to play someone. Laugh me out of myself. Press me to death with wit. Therefore, let Benedict, like covered uh, fire, consume. Who knew a Shakespeare play could be so witty? 
Oh, a Shakespeare play, witty. That never happens, right? Oh, absolutely not. Which is as bad as die with tickling. Yet, tell her of it. Hear what she will say. No, rather I will go to Benedict and counsel him to fight against his passion. And truly, I'll devise some honest slanders to stain my cousin with. One doth not know. Not to be. Not to be honest, I was never really well acquainted with the Shakespeare comedies until I started working on this show, and. Some of the wit really surprised me, especially in Act 4 and 5. I think a lot of, kind of like Shakespeare is kind of like Arrested Development, um, in that you can get into it over and over and over and over and over again, and there's always just a little bit something there that you missed, or a little nuance that you never touched upon. So... Indeed, he hath an excellent There's a reason it's a classic. His excellence <laughs> did earn it, ere he had it. Indeed. Tomorrow, come, go in. I'll show thee some attires, and have thy counsel which is the best to furnish me tomorrow. <laughs> She's limed, I warrant you. We have caught her, madam. If it proves so, then loving goes by halves. Some Cupid kills with arrows, some with is in mine ears. I'm pretty sure this is a uh, Sacred Rain by uh, Mr. DSL and Love Cabby. No glory lives behind the back of such. And Benedict, on. I will Should mention also, there's kind of a major difference between this scene and the previous scene in the last act between Don Pedro Claudio and you know Benedict hiding in the bushes, hearing the, overhearing them. I think the kind of because uh, well Beatrice actually knows how to hide and be quiet. <laughs> True. All right, and we're here in scene two. Oh, you directed uh, this one. Yay. I did. Yay! You talked about debut. <laughs> um, so we've got Dave Morgan as Don Pedro, uh, Chris Hackney as Claudio. Uh, let's see. Oh, Paul Bergman as Benedict, and uh, Jason R. Wallace as Leonardo. And um, of course, they're just here talking about how. Benedict's eventually going to marry. Or at least I think. <laughs> I like the banter in this act. Or this scene of the act. And methinks you are sadder. I hope he be in love. Hang him, truant. There's no true drop of blood in him to be truly. Ah, they're making fun of him. It's awesome. I know it. I have the toothache. Draw it. Hang it. You must hang it first and draw it afterwards. What? Side with a toothache? Where is but a humor? Or a worm? Well, everyone can master a grief, but he that has it. Yet say I, he is in love. <laughs> no oh, Chris Hackney. He does a great, uh, just as Claudio, he does an amazing job, especially between this act and, well, you'll see in this next act, how uh, he brings this... Kind of a vulnerability to the character that you don't really see. Um, Claudio is very hard to play properly in that he's very easy to make into just the biggest jerk on the planet. So, really glad to have somebody with great pathos playing the game. Indeed. 
And of course, in this scene, he's kind of lighthearted and trying to be funny. But later on, he definitely brings on the pathos needed. Oh, yeah. Can you smell him out by that? That's as much as to say the sweet youth's in love. The greatest note of it is his melancholy. And when was he wont to wash his face? Yea, or to paint himself. And that's not to say the other actors aren't doing a good job, too. Uh, Davis Don Pedro cracks me up. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jason Harwell is, is phenomenal. And with, actually, he, they start stealing the show. Oh. Listeners, <laughs> listeners, Leonardo is stealing this show. Jason knows how to steal it. dies for him. He shall be buried with her face You know, if Jason ever plays a thief. Alright, now we have Perry Whittle as Don John. Good den, brother. If you're uh, I love the, how subtle kind of the music change was there. I know it. Uh, this song is... Well, if I could look it up. <laughs> Darkest Days by Jonah Go. Means your lord. It's the I, I it's the uh somebody's up to no good or something's not right theme. When he knows what I know. If there be any impediment, I pray you discover it. You may think I love you not. Let that appear hereafter, and aim better at me by that I will now manifest. For my brother. So Landon, this is the thing the commentary where the actors and what it come final product is so good that the director and people just sit there and just start listening to it. I know it's it's great. They're usually coupled with ah they're so good we're not talking we should be talking. I can't help myself, listeners. hero, your hero, every man's hero. Oh, Perry, the way the word is too good to paint out her wickedness. I could say she were worse. Think you have a side effects of Shakespeare direction may include silence, listening too much. You name it, it's it's probably in there. You shall see her chamber window entered even the night before her wedding day. If you love her then tomorrow wed her, but it would better fit your honor to change your mind. May this be so? I will not think it. If you dare not trust that you see, confess not that you know. If you will follow me, I will show you enough. And when you have seen more and heard more, proceed accordingly. If I see anything tonight, why I should not marry her tomorrow in the congregation, where I should wed. Ah, uh, Chris Hackney. Shame her. <laughs> like I think there. If let's put it this way, I'm pretty sure if. Uh, if Don John did not deliver, they probably would have beaten the crap out of him in this scene. <laughs> I don't think I'd thought of it that way. <laughs> oh, Don John, you're so evil. 
So evil. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> All right, Colin, you directed this one. Oh yeah. Uh, the watch. The watch, the watch, the watch, the watch, the watch, the watch. And the amazing Mindy Raskinen as Dogberry. And Teresa Stacy as Virgis. And Anna Rodriguez as Watchman the First. Speak of the devil. Um, and Lake Cullen as Watchman the Second. And Reed. Come hither, neighbor Seacole. God will bless you with a good name. I think... I think Dogberry is just a character that especially you can listen to over and over again and still find completely hilarious. Absolutely. And if there's someone who comes second to Jason in stealing this show, it's Mindy. <laughs> yeah. Like the scene, the scene coming up ahead with both of them in it is just classic. <laughs> Uh, this is Beg by uh, Ray Ginsburg, by the way, underneath this. You are to bid any man stand in the prince's name. How? If they will not stand, why then take no note of him, but let him go. And presently call the rest of the watch together, and thank God you are rid of a knave. If he will not stand when he is bidden, he is none of the prince's subjects. True, and they are to meddle with none but the prince's subjects. You shall also make no noise in the streets, for for the watch to babble and to talk is most tolerable and not to be endured. Oh, we will rather sleep than talk. We know what belongs to <laughs> Why you speak like an ancient... Of course, what belongs to a watch. Let's go to sleep. sleeping could offend, only have the care that your bills be Well... Sure, you guys can sleep in the job, just make sure nobody, you know, robs you. Why, then, uh, let them alone till they are sober? If they make you not then the better answer, you may say they are not the men you took them for. Well, sir, if you meet a thief, you may suspect him by virtue of your office to be no true man. <laughs> and for such kind of... Ah, uh, Mindy, speaking of stealing, guess what you're doing. The more is for your honesty. <laughs> somebody, somebody get the show. Shall we not Mindy's got it. Him? your office you may but i think they that touch pitch will be defiled the most peaceful way for you if you do take a thief is to let him show himself what he is and steal out of your company <laughs> you have always been called a merciful woman partner truly i would not hang a dog by my will much more a man who hath any honesty in him if you hear a child cry in the night you must call to the nurse and bid her still it how if the nurse be asleep and will not hear us. Why then depart in peace and let the child... Anna does a good job uh, making some of these lines that are not really that funny sound hilarious. <laughs> will never answer yeah, she does. Tis very true. This is the end of the time. What I love about Dogberry is Dogberry's kind of like the ultimate... If you meet the prince in the um, How do I put this? Nay, by our lady. Not the straight man, but like the funny. She, everyone goes with her. Is automatically her straight man. She bounces off everyone. So true. Well, masters, good night. 
and there be any matter of weight chances, call up me. Keep your fellow's counsels and your own, and good night. Come, neighbor. Well, masters, we hear our charge. Let us go sit here upon the church bench till two, and then all to bed. <laughs> One word more, honest neighbors. I pray you watch about Signor Lenato's door. I like how Teresa's, uh, Burgess is absolutely nothing like Dogberry. <laughs> nothing at all. Well, you know, opposites attract, right? Or pair them together. I know it. So that's the same bell I used in, uh, Macbeth. For uh, Act Two, I think. Conrad, I say. Uh, oh, and hey, another person in charge of stealing the yes, show. Am I <laughs> I thought there would a scab follow. <laughs> I will owe thee an answer for that. And now, forward with thy tale. Uh, stand thee close, then, under this penthouse or drizzling rain, and I will. Like a true I am continuously impressed with Pete's Baraccio. Some treason, masters. Yet we stand close. Therefore, know I have earned of Don John <laughs> a thousand ducats. It, it's funny because Pete um should be so dear. How do I put this? Um, he. If it were possible, any villainy should be so rich. Does his uh, takes in like multiple voices, and so as he's recording each line, his character gets drunker. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure this is the middle ground, actually. <laughs> well, is nothing Yes. He has to figure out some way to ad lib without ad libbing. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. If I, I ever, we ever do sit down and do a blooper reel, it's gonna be at least Pete Milan at least four times going, crap, I can't help it. This is Shakespeare. A vile thief this seven years. A goes up and down like a gentleman. I remember his name. Didst thou not? Here, somebody? No, it was the uh, vein on the house. Uh, mm. Seth. Oh, that's. By the way, that's Seth that I'm sure as uh, Conrad and Pete Milan as Baraccio, who we've kind of been geeking out over. What a deformed thief this fashion is. How giddily it's. Yeah, I've not really talked about Seth's Conrad. He, he does a good job. Sometimes fashioning them like Pharaoh's soldiers in the Reiki painting. Sometimes like God bells priests in the old church window. Sometimes like the shaven Hercules in the smirched worm-eaten tapestry, where his codpiece seems. It's too bad there's not a line where he's like, "All this ice." Well, and I think there's like a hidden line of animosity between Conrad and Baraccio, but at the same time, it's like friendship. Indeed. Shifted out of thy tale into telling me of the fashion. Not so, neither. But know that I have tonight wooed Margaret, <laughs> the lady hero's general. Ah, uh, wooed Margaret. It, it gets more hilarious. She leans me out at her mistress's chamber window, bids me a thousand times good night. <laughs> I tell this to Oh, that's so I great. I tell thee how the prince, Claudio, and my master 
planted and placed and possessed. You know, and, and it's funny because it's, you know, nobody, he's not kissing anything, so God knows how that looks. And, and <laughs> Margaret was hero? Two of them did. The prince and Claudio. But the devil. Uh, and underneath that. <laughs> my Martha. Sorry, uh, the music they just brought in was Balthazar's song by Vincent Morrison, which which did confirm any slander that Don John fitting for what he's doing way went Claudio enraged <laughs> he swore he would meet her as he was a not to mention it's a pretty good morning, song oh yeah before the whole not at all what I expected Shame definitely I think for the moment I heard Vincent's audition for Balthazar I was like yes that's what I'm looking for we charge you in the oh, it is that song again. Call up the right master constable. We have here recovered the most dangerous piece of lechery that ever was known in the Commonwealth. And one deformed is one of them. I know him. Aware is a rock. Masters, masters. The song in the background is Black Fisher's Tune by MSTR. Oh, which you, you get the credit for. We charge you ah, it's just a song I found. <laughs> to prove a goodly commodity being taken it's 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 the watch's theme though and it's kind of like this is kind of a cop scene and they're like oh i guess we'll go along <laughs> like the moment the watch bursts out is when you hear that first riff going wake my cousin beatrice and it's perfect for the watch though i will lady and bid her come hither well, Is this you or me? Ah, uh, this would be you. Okay. <laughs> Allison, you're insulting Katie's, you know, wedding dress. That exceeds, they say. By my troth, spot a nightgown in respect of yours. Cloth of gold and cuts and laced with silver, set with pearls, gown sleeves, side sleeves and skirts, round underborn with a bluish tinsel. It's actually quite humorous to think that this is the person who Baraccio is trying to woo. <laughs> no, 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 I'm trying. Succeeded. <laughs> oh, okay, succeeded. True. <laughs> soon, by the weight of a man. But it's also kind of weirder to think that, uh, well, they have to sound similar enough um, in the casting that you can kind of believe that if you didn't see, you'd think it'd be uh, Hero instead of Margaret at the window, so. True. Is there any harm in the heavier for a husband? None, I think, and it be the right husband and the right wife. Ask my lady Beatrice else. Here she comes. Good morrow, cuz. Good morrow, sweet hero. Why, how now? Do you speak in the sick tune? Oh, I'm out of Hey, another tune. Shakespeare did that thing again where uh, he does a scene Do you sing it and I'll do that it. reflects on an earlier scene, right? With your heels, then. If your husband shall have stables enough, you shall see we lack no barns. Oh, illegitimate construction. Indeed, there's... Actually, I believe most of the scenes in Act 5 were that way. Yeah, in different matters and meanings. Right. So. For a 
cock, a horse, or a yeah. For the letter that begins them all. H. Well, and you, be not turned turk, there's no more sailing by the star. What means this fool, Troy? Allison, you're sousing the wrong person this morning. <laughs> These gloves the Count sent me, they are an excellent perfume. I am stuffed, cousin, I cannot smell. A maid and stuffed. That's a good <laughs> Oh, God help me. God help me. Can't smell because she's stuffed. Even since you left it. Doth not my wit become me rarely? It is not seen enough. You should wear it in your cap. Oh, by my troth, I am sick. Uh, good job, Renee, is Beatrice. I'm pretty sure... Doesn't she sound actively sick? It's the only thing for a qualm. Yeah, actually, she does. Benedictus. <laughs> she does a good job going back and forth. You have some moral in this Benedictus? Moral? No, by my troth, I have no moral meaning. I meant plain holy thistle. You may think, perchance, that I think you are in love. Nay, by our lady, I am not such a fool to think what I list. Nor I list not to think what I can. Nor indeed I cannot think, if I would think my heart out of thinking that you are in love. Or that you will be in love, or that you can be in love. Yet, Benedict was... I think it's fair to say she's lovesick in this scene. He swore he would never marry, and yet now, in despite his heart, he eats his meat without grudging. And how you may be converted, I know not, but methinks you look with your eyes as other women do. What pace is this thy tongue keep? Not a false gallop. Madam, withdraw. The prince, the count, Signor Benedict, Don John, and all the gallants of the town are come to fetch you to church. Help to dress me, good cuz, good make, good Ursula. Uh. What would you with me, honestly? All right, and once again we have Jason Wall, Jason R. Wallace as Leonardo and Mindy Raskin and S. Dogberry. For you see, it is a busy time with me. Mary and Teresa Stacy is Virgis. Yes, in truth it is. What is it, my good friend? Good lady, Burgess, sir, speak a little off the matter. An old woman, sir, and her wits are not so blunt as God help, I would desire they were. <laughs> but in favor uh, of skin between her brows... And you directed this, didn't you? Thank God, I am as honest as any woman living. I did, I did. Woman and no so. honester than I. Comparisons are odorous. Palabras, neighbor Burgess. <laughs> Neighbors, you are tedious. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for insulting me. If I were as tedious as a king, I would find it in my heart to bestow it all of your worship. Hmm. All thy tediousness on me, eh? Yea, and for a thousand pound more than tis. You know, I kind of feel like we could have also probably gotten more of a, uh, why are you disturbing me, you know, on this... The day of my daughter's wedding so situation. Know what you have to say. Mary, sir, True. Watch tonight, except in your worship's presence, uh. have taken a couple of as errant knaves as any in Messina. A good old woman, sir, she will be talking. As they say, when the age is in, the wit is out. I told Colin, I like how the watch theme plays into some of their character in later acts. Oh, definitely. Especially a, a certain running gag that won't be mentioned <laughs> until next commentary. Running gag, running gag, running gag. 
I'm totally blanking on here. You'll have to tell me after the commentary. <laughs> oh, it's the running gag. I must leave you. That's very helpful. I totally know what you're talking about. Exactly. Good job, Landon. That's okay. <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep the audience wet and really looking forward to the next commentary. Oh yeah, I guess. You know, considering the fact that they can just look it up since it's public domain. <laughs> yeah, but they'd have to hear our good and excellent version. Oh, so true. Go. Get you to Francis Seacole. Bid him bring his pen and inkhorn to the jail. We are now to examination, these men. We must do it wisely. I like how Mindy's so excited about examining uh, Baraccio and Conrad. Some of them to a non come. Only get the learned writer to step down our excommunication and meet me Oh, and it's just it's so funny to listen pay attention to and follow. Oh, you meant this instead of this and this instead of this and even what she says is funny. Dependent Shakespeare, also known Indeed. as the Wild Bill Variety Show. What you do about nothing? Well, examining two criminals shouldn't be that funny, but it is. Heating as hero. Dave Morgan and now we're back to the Shakespeare theme of by old fashioned Pavel Zook. Wallace as Leonardo. With Brian Reed. Mylan as Baraccio. Hannah Jane Condal as Ursula. Teresa Stacy as Vergus. <laughs> Anna Rodriguez as the first watchman. Seth Adam Share as. Oh, well, hopefully Cat will be with us next time and we'll stop going. Uh, we need to think of something to say. What can we say? Lynn Cullen as the second watchman. Cat always knows what to say. <laughs> That's why she's here. That's why she's the dramaturge, people. Yes, uh, see? She's even in the credits. Woohoo! Hey, you're in the credits too now, yay! I am! Yay! Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to Othello uh, commentaries with Kat. That's gonna be some, that's gonna be some interesting commentaries. Balthazar's song by Vincent Morrison. Blackfisher's tune by Mr. Especially since we're doing Othello in space. Oh, yeah. But hey, let's get this awesome modern version of Much Ado About Nothing finished. So. I know it. <laughs> uh, Alright, bye everybody! See ya!